everybody. This is Courtney. And this is Allison. And you are listening to Murder Porn. Welcome. Welcome. Hello. Yay. Murder Porn on a Saturday. Yes. On a Saturday morn. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully you are hearing some music. because We're going to work on that. Apparently we got it. Woo. Um, I just have to make sure that I indeed... I'm able to put it into the file. The file. Because uh, we had problems with that the last time. It wouldn't convert. No, it wouldn't. Uh, but we think we got it all figured out. And you should have heard some music before all of this. Yay. So, yay. Um, so, this is my week. Yeah. And I was originally going to go do. Gerard Schaefer, but I wanted to read his book before I ended up doing that. So instead, I decided to do a case that I have followed for a very long time. From the beginning, B. Literally from the beginning. And that is the case of Lauren Spear. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so... She was a student that went missing from Indiana University. Were you there when she went missing? No, I was not there. Okay. But I was a student at Indiana University. And I will give you guys a forewarning about this. So since I followed this for so long, um, I've and I was a student there, I've heard some deets through Grapevine. Rumors. Which Yeah, rumors, which I might decide to, like, include, but I will, like... Just might toss sprinkle them in. I might, like, give you, like... <laughs> like salt guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you guys a warning that it's that it's a grapevine kind of I've heard this through sources and that it's never been actually verified. I'm excited because I've heard of this case, but I don't I don't really know about it. Yeah. Like I know she was like a really cute little blonde chick at um, at IU mm-hmm. and that she went missing. That's it. That's all I know. And yeah. she's never been found, right? No, never been found. So, so so everybody knows there's no happy endings here. No, but there are like, and there are some like other missing murder cases that I'm going to tie into this because she's not the only one that has gone missing from IU. Muy interesante. Let's go. Yes. So, like I said, I followed this from the beginning. I I might have some grapevine stories for you. I might also, some of the information I've known for quite some time i might have questions that's i most likely will be inserting my two cents that's fine (laughs) okay so i want to give you a backdrop here for a second so like i said this is about lauren spear she was a student at indiana university in bloomington indiana so let me give you the backdrop of bloomington indiana because i think it's applicable to this whole entire case because let's we got the backdrop And there's some lovely places that people can hide bodies. And I'll explain. So Indiana uh, Indiana University Bloomington is in Bloomington, obviously. (laughs) Bloomington, (laughs) Indiana. Bloomington, Indiana. In case you were wondering. (laughs) Uh, Bloomington is about 51 miles southwest of Indianapolis. It's the worst fucking drive from here ever. It is, but it's (laughs) like... There's, like, a stretch of land. So if you think of Indiana, a lot of people think of, like, more the northern area, which is cornfields, 
And that's pretty much it. Agriculture. Flat, straight roads with nothing to look at. Yeah. Southern Indiana is very different. Um, you're starting to get into, like, the border of, like, Kentucky where you're getting Getting into, some southern twang in there. Yeah, where you're getting into the Appalachian areas. So it's a lot more woodsy. It's a lot more the hilly. The Appalachians. The Appalachian. Um, you're getting, like, woodsy, hilly, more nature, more things to look at. Um, there's a lot of limestone down there, so, like... All of Indiana universities, all limestone buildings. So in the 60s and 70s, Indiana's almost entire bedrock is made from limestone. Mm -hmm. So they harvested a lot of limestone from Indiana. It's literally called Indiana limestone to build so many, so many houses in the Midwest. Yeah. So you have a lot of limestone quarries down there. So Indiana University has like this bike race every single year at the very end of the year and there is a movie based on this bike race and I mean not only is it a bike race but it is an excuse for literally everyone to party hardy yep an entire week and you if you watch that movie it's called breaking away you can actually it was filmed in Bloomington so you can see what it looks like down there and it features some of those like limestone quarries and like the nature and everything around it so if you want a really good idea of what it looks like down there and like what the campus looks like watch that but i'm sure things have changed slightly since then but still it's it's still pretty close to it yeah yeah um but yeah so when you get down to that area it's a lot of nature a lot of woods um Bloomington is close to um, Lake Monroe, which is a very large lake. Um, you have Griffey Reservoir, or also or Griffin Griffin Reservoir, also known as Griffey Lake. Um, Bedford, which is not too far away from Bloomington, you got the Hoosier National Forest. Uh, you over in Martinsville, you have, which is like 15 minutes away from Bloomington, you have the Morgan Monroe State Forest. And then to the south. Lots of very wooded, very, very secluded spaces. area. That's what I'm trying to get across here. Yeah, we you gotcha. got a lot of good places yeah. to put people. If so. you want something that never be found, you're in a good spot. Yeah. To find a place to put it. Yeah. Um, also Brown County as well. Oh, my sister's batch party is there in August. And my batch party was there. Yeah, I love... Oh, God, so beautiful down there. It's amazing. Yeah. I'm stoked on it for my sister because we had a really good time for my batch party. Their little downtown area is so damn mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. Nashville, it's Indiana, Nashville, y'all. Nashville, Indiana. That's what it's called. Um, so, yeah, if y'all want to take a visit to Indiana, that's a great place There's to There's such cute little, like, wine-tasting restaurants and, like, just a bunch of good restaurants in general. They've got a restaurant. I think it's a chain, but it's called Quaffon. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that's the name of it. Or, like, that's the brewery, I think. Because you know yeah. how, like, when you're tasting beer, you quaff it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um... Yeah, so there's a lot of really awesome places down there. Um, If you're an outdoorsy kind of person, like, I think you would have such a good time there because you can, like, tube down the river and shit. Like, it's dope. Well, also, uh, what people don't know is, you know, because, like, we were talking about Little 500 and this bike race, a lot of people come from around the world to, like, um, train down there. Hmm. 
Yeah. So it's like a really big biking area. So And that's what Little Five is. It's a bike yeah, it's race. Big bike race. I rode in Little Five. That's so cool. I know. You can actually find my Little Five video and I was almost in a wreck. Oh shit. <laughs> um I don't think I could still ride a bike anymore, to be super honest with no, you. No, it was I'd probably break myself. It was but it was so much fun. Oh my god, I had so much fun. Um but Indiana University is the largest state school uh, in Indiana, and it attracts a lot of students from all around the country, Um, and that's one of the things that you're going to realize is that um, Lauren was not from Indiana. She's from New York. Oh, really? Yeah. So if people question, like, why the hell somebody would come from New York to Indiana. I mean, IU is top in the nation in a lot of things. Yeah, like the dancing school. Their um, Kelly Business School. Kelly Business School. Mark Cuban, I think, got his master's there. At Kelly School of yeah. Business. Um, I don't think it was his bachelor's. It was, I believe, like... Like a master's or something yeah, like that. Yeah, uh, what is it called? An MBA. That's a master's. Yeah, I know, but they call it an MBA. Whatever. But it is a master's. It's a master's of business <laughs> It's something. Yeah, it's a master's, but they call they love to call it MBAs instead. Anyway, because it is an abbreviation. But um, the law school, music school, dance school, whatever. They have shit tons of stuff down there. But um, Lauren was there. She was a textile merchandising major. Um, wow. Yeah. There is a lot of uh, that that happens down there as well. So anyway, backstory on Lauren. Lauren was born January 17th, 1991. She would be 30 years old, almost 31. Um, She was born to parents Charlene and Robert Spear. Um, And as I said, she did not grow up in Indiana. She's from Scarsdale, New York. Um, she enrolled in IU in 2009 and started there that fall. A lot of the people that she hung out with... She's my sister's exact age then. Really? Or like a year older than my little sister. She's a year younger than Brandon. Okay. Um, so a lot of her core friend group at Indiana... Um, once again, did not come from Indiana. So she met a lot of them several years prior at summer camp in Pennsylvania. So like her boyfriend and um, another guy that's going to come into play here. So Jesse Wolf, her boyfriend, and Jason Rosenbaum. So she didn't just like meet them. Yeah. So a lot of her core friend group was she didn't meet them in school. She met them prior at summer camp although there are were two people in the story that apparently she did just meet okay not too long before the whole incident happened um as allison said lauren was blonde haired blue-eyed cute girl she was really small too she was four foot eleven oh she weighed 90 to 95 pounds oh my gosh she's She's a teen a teeny little thing um and also of note here she had a heart defect not really defect but an abnormality in the electrical activity of your heart called long qt syndrome i think i've heard of that before yeah so you can actually get that you can have it congenitally or i've seen it in patients that like um they're on certain medications or like 
they have um, electrolyte abnormalities. So if you have it congenitally, we just have to manage it with medication. Like, it's not going to go away. But if it's due to electrolyte imbalance, you just take electrolytes. We can fix a lot of the stuff. I have to take electrolytes all the time, but I don't have that. Yeah. I just get, like, dizzy and shit. I ended up having it when I was pregnant with Liam. Oh, my god! Because I all of a sudden um, became depleted of, like, potassium and magnesium. Ew. Yeah, it was weird. He was trying to kill you from the inside. Yeah, I had to little take... parasite of a I baby. I had to tex- take extra medication. <laughs> <laughs> so, Fetuses are parasites. Um, this condition can become fatal if it's... You not know, managed. Not or managed not okay. or not caught. Um, so that's of note. So all of this happened on June 3rd, 2011, in the early morning hours. Okay, so she's Very a early. sophomore or a junior at this point. Uh, she just finished her sophomore year. Okay. So she was 20 years old, just finished her sophomore year. Um, Still can't drink legally. <laughs> legally. That is a big asterisk, asterisk here. Um, so at 12.30 a.m. that morning, um, Lauren, you know, we say morning, but obviously it's still very early night for them. Yeah. Well, same. Same my bedtime yet, usually. I mean, I I want it to be my bedtime. Right. (laughs) Um, so at 12.30 a.m., Lauren leaves her apartment, which is at Smallwood Plaza with a friend. David, and I think it's Ron, Ron, Roth. It's R-O-H-N. Roan. Roan. I think that's what I was coming up with. It's Roan. At one point, and then I was like, maybe it's something else. Anyway, so. I kind of like that name. It's. That's, that's his last name? To. Yeah, last name. Oh, I like it for a first name. <laughs> you could. Um. So they head over to her friend, Jay Rosenbaum. So Jay, or Jason. That is the most, like, businessman name I've ever heard in my life. Hi, Jay Rosenbaum. Nice to meet you. Would you like to buy seven Bibles and two Nextels? I also got some Cutco knives here for you. I was more thinking, like, law firm. What about a vacuum cleaner? You want a vacuum cleaner? I was more thinking law firm. Like, the law firm of Jay Rosenbaum. Oh, yeah. Rosenbaum and and Rosenbaum. Yeah. (laughs) So they head over to Jay Rosenbaum's um, apartment, which actually is a townhome. So it's Five North Townhome. Rich bitch. That's what it's called. Um, His neighbors, Corey Rossman and Mike Beth are there. They're two houses down. Two first names. I never trust a person with two first names, even if one's a male name and one's a female name. Just putting that out there. (laughs) So... If you have two first names, I'm not sorry. Right. <laughs> I stand by what I said. So, Corey and Mike, um, I had heard, like, through grapevines that she really didn't know them for very long. And when like I Like friends of friends, basically. Yeah, like acquaintances. And like I said, she didn't know them for very long. And when I was researching some of this... Um, like an interview with the PI that the family had hired kind of confirmed that she didn't know these people for that long. Okay. So I did find like some confirmation that that is the truth. Okay. Um and no, I'm I'm I didn't really look too much into the PI because he had a quote that really pissed me off and I was like fuck you dude, I'm not mentioning you. 
<laughs> um, you get no airtime, bitch. You get no airtime from me. Um, <laughs> so, so they're at Jay's townhome, and she's with Corey and Mike and Jay and David. So at 1.30 a.m., Corey, this guy that she doesn't know very well, apparently, and Lauren decide to head to Kilroy's sports bar. And I should mention in all of this, her Kilroy's. Yep. Her boyfriend, uh, Jesse Wolf, he's not with them. Um, and his alibi in all of this is that he was home watching a sports game. Alone. I don't I believe he was alone. Nobody because I've heard that. the alibi is sketchy. Yeah. So he was at home and he was watching a sports game and at some point in time at the in the night he fell asleep watching the game from my understanding. So Corey and Lauren go over to Kilroy's sports bar. There's three fucking Kilroy's down in Bloomington, yeah, by the way. So Kilroy's used to be like a really big name, but a lot of them got bought out by like brothers or um, yeah. or, it's O'Rourke's here. Yeah. Yeah, I think I knew that, but they still, I they're still like a thing down mm. there. Okay. Um. So this is the one that's like more downtown-ish kind of area, even though it's like maybe a couple blocks from the other Kilroy's. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's, like, a Kilroy's on Kirkwood, which is a stretch of road, like, right by campus. And then, like, right next to Kilroy's on Kirkwood, you go up a flight of stairs, and then you have Upstairs. Yeah. Which is also affiliated with Kilroy's. I'm pretty sure I've been there. And everything there is so fucking dingy, dude. Oh, yeah, it's gross. <laughs> I've puked many a times in Kilroy's, and nobody seems to care. God, Portney. <laughs> Just being honest. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> you uncivilized swine? <laughs> Nobody cares. Everybody actually one time, like it was my 21st birthday, and I'm like projectile vomiting, and people like turned out or turned around and look at me and they're like, Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Something is seriously wrong with college kids. <laughs> they are. I was like, well, okay. <laughs> I would have been pissed, but these people no care in the world so don't wear any good shoes when you go out in bloomington indiana because you're probably going to step in something you won't want on your shoes so you go to kilroy they went to kilroy's sports bar and as allison said she's technically not allowed to drink but she got in with a fake id and kilroy's did get cited for this oh really Mm -hmm. interesting yeah um so anyway, this particular Kilroy's has like a side patio with like a beachy kind of sandy theme. Gross. And people do take off their shoes when they Gross. go Gross. Which I'll explain in a Gross. second. But anyway, so when they get in there, they get in there about 1.46 a.m. And they only stay for 41 minutes. And when she left, she left behind her shoes and her phone. Jesus. What about her wallet? I'll explain that. Okay. So she leaves behind her shoes and her phone at Kilroy's. What the fuck? How drunk do you have to be? 
pretty i can and also like nobody's looking out for you if you don't have any fucking shoes on right and i can i can totally understand leaving your shoes behind if you're kind of drunk and not if you're with a group of friends somebody should be like dude get your shoes well nobody nobody was yeah i mean it is what it is nobody was watching out for her he didn't really know her obviously didn't really seem to care fucked up dude um so they left kilroy is about 41 minutes after they got there and they headed back to uh lauren's apartment which is like right down the block okay and um as they were walking some bystanders had seen her kind of like falling all over the place oh my god and at one point in time she was walking up the stairs and like fell backwards onto the concrete oh my god yeah and so um at this point like two people confront them and say like express concern over the fact that she was like so inebriated and this turned into an altercation with the two men and Corey. Oh, Jesus. And at some point in time, during the altercation, he gets knocked in the head. And he says he doesn't remember anything after that. Likely fucking story. I mean, it's a possibility um, because he apparently got back to his apartment and he was puking all over the place. So I recently read Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. Mm-hmm. Have you ever read anything by him? Mm-mm. Oh, he's so good. Um, he talks in there about um, alcohol and how it affects your hypothalamus, which is the recording center of your brain. It's what mm-hmm. recorders, records memories. Yeah. But legit, he said that like it's true. Like You can black out. Yeah. Like, even after just, like, a little bit of alcohol, your hypothalamus, like, ceases to function, essentially. And your brain literally doesn't record anything. Mm-hmm. And then there's also something called a brownout. You ever heard of that? Briefly, but I think it's like you like you hazily remember things, right? Yeah, like, you initially don't remember, you think you black out, and then you start remembering things yeah. later. That's like when you feel like you're playing detective, like, yeah. in um, The Hangover. Exactly. So... That's a brownout, in case y'all wanted to know what that was. Anyway, so Corey gets knocked in the head. He doesn't remember anything. That's what he says. Okay. Um, after that point, they never go back up to her apartment. They then, they were, like, I guess going to go into the apartment. And then they, like, after the altercation, they start going back. They didn't put this poor girl to bed? No, of course not. Um, <sighs> men so, are the worst. I know. So at some point in time, or so after, I they, can't believe they didn't put this poor girl to bed. Well, we're, we're gonna keep going here. Men are the worst. So, <laughs> um, they they never went back to. Well, they got back to the outside of the apartment. They didn't go in. So, or they at least didn't go up to her fifth floor apartment. Um, I'm not really 100% sure where the altercation took place. I would imagine it would have been outside. And then at that point, after the altercation, they start walking over to Corey's apartment. So, um, as they're walking over to Corey's apartment, another bystander says that Lauren, once again, fell. And, you know, she's drunk. So she doesn't have the reflex to put her arms out to stop her. She smashes. She her smacks face. her face. Oh my god. Um. So, and if you've ever heard of this case at all, 
Um, you've probably seen the infamous picture of her walking down the alleyway with just her, like she's wearing a white shirt, black pants, and no shoes. This is where they walk down the alleyway, um, about 2.51 a.m. Where's the alleyway? It's like... By her apartment? It's, it's like between the apartments, uh, her apartment, and then... Jay's apartment kind of just goes through and then there's some other streets. Okay. Um, but to the side of the apartment or to the side of the alleyway is another apartment and that's what picked, those were the security cameras that picked up that image of her. Okay. So it was like security cameras that were mounted up on that apartment. Okay. If that makes sense. So I think they're walking through an alley that had an apartment and another building. And it's just the two of them at this point? Just the two of them. And at some point during the walk through that alleyway, her wallet and her keys go missing. Like, she dropped them. What the actual fuck? Yeah. This girl, they should have just put her to fucking bed, dude. Well, so... I'm sure they tell themselves that all the time. Oh, I'm sure. Um, So they get back to his apartment. And at the apartment is Mike, his roommate. Mike Beth. I'm guessing she doesn't know this this character. Um, that was one of the other guys okay. that she hadn't known for a long time. Um, Mike said Corey was extremely drunk. He was vomiting. As I said, he was vomiting all over the floor. Mike puts him to bed. Mike then asks Lauren to stay because he's concerned about her well-being at this point. Lauren doesn't want to stay. She wants to go back to her apartment and she invites Mike back there to drink more and through all of this i he must have gotten tired of dealing with a drunk ass and he calls jay her friend that she's known a while okay and asks jay to take care of her so then he lets her go and walk the two houses down to his apartment his town home to jay's to jay's Um, And then she gets over to Jay's, where Jay sees her and asks her about why she's got a bruise underneath her eye. She says she doesn't remember why. Um, Obviously, it's from falling on her face. Yeah. Um, She says she doesn't remember why Um, she has this. Jay then says, and I'm assuming... They have confirmation of this. I would assume the police have confirmation of this. It's pretty easy to confirm this. That uh, Lauren borrowed his phone to make two phone calls. There's different accounts on who she's called. In one account, she called um, her boyfriend. In the other account, she called David. I'm assuming she probably called him both. Two phone calls, right? Yeah. Um, safe assumption to jump to. Um both calls were unanswered and no messages were left on either whoever she called. Okay. Um, Jay then says that she wanted to go home and he lets her go home. So at 4.30 a.m., Jay says Lauren left his apartment. Has she sobered up at all by then? I don't know. Good question. Um, Jay says she left her apartment he sees her walking towards 11th Street in college and then heads south on college, which is back towards her apartment. For those of you not understanding, like, where all that routing is. She's going back to her apartment. Okay. That's what he says. Um, 
That's it. And that's it. That's the last time she's ever seen. Is uh, there camera footage confirming that one? Well, I'm going to tell you that. Interesting enough, she's on camera most of the fucking night. But not this. But I have not seen any clarification if she's ever caught on camera leaving his apartment. Like, people don't... People assume there isn't any footage, but I don't think they've ever said that there's no footage. Is he a person of interest? Fucking Jay? They said there's like 10 persons of interest, but they never... I don't think they've really confirmed who they are. Um, as I said, Jesse Wolf, her boyfriend, he had the alibi that he was sitting at home and watching a game until he fell asleep. This is kind of sus, though. Um, he woke up the next morning and texted Lauren and got an answer back from the Kil- a Kilroy's bar employee. Oh, at that point in time, he reports are missing. Just because she doesn't have her phone? Yes. I've, I've heard that he also contacted her roommate and asked if she had gone home. And she hadn't. And then he confirmed or, like, That's reported That's still, her like, leaping to, con- like, leaping to... Really con- big conclusions. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have thought that that was very sus. That is sus. Um... Yeah, so that's that's pretty much, like, her story of how she went missing. Now, as I've said, she's not the only freaking person that has gone missing and found... Well, she was never found dead, but, like, she's presumed dead. Yeah. And she's not the only college, like, IU student that has gone missing down there. There's two other stories. Now, in May 31st of 2000... A 19-year-old IU student who was from that area, she's from Bloomington, went missing. So 11 years prior. Yeah. Her name is Jill Bierman. Uh, she went out for a bike ride at 9 a.m. and didn't show up for work at noon. Her bike was found 10.5 miles away from her home on June 2nd. So a couple days later. God. I'm pretty sure I've heard that story before. Yeah. Her body was later found in 2003 in a cornfield right uh yeah was she like at a fence line or something i can't remember i just vaguely looked up some of the details on this story well didn't like a farmer like randomly find her bike on his property and call the authorities like like they didn't actually just come across it um i I think think i've heard that yeah i think it was like somebody found it um so she was found to be shot in the back of the head with a shotgun. They found, like, Jesus. apparently some pellets from shotguns as well. Um, they later, like, they looked several avenues, but eventually came up on this man named John Myers, who lived not far from where her bike was found. Um, some people in the area had said that there was a van, a white van, going through the area. Ban the, the van, kids! <laughs> Throwback to True Crime Garage. It's a great podcast, by the way. But yeah, I agree. Ban the motherfucking van. (laughs) Especially if it's white and has no windows. I I always tell Brandon they're raper vans. It is. Free kitties on the side. (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Free puppies. Um, So he had access to a white van at his job. And then eventually, like, he really became... Like, he got honed in on by police because when he initially, um, I think it was, like, in 2001, 
he called police and said that he found a bone in some panties like while he was out fishing and he thought that it belonged to jill bearman and then he ended up being incarcerated for like an unrelated charge in 2002 and he kept saying that people were like slipping slipping him notes on his lunch tray giving details about jill bearman's disappearance okay so he fucking killed her um did he have a white van he had access jesus now he ended up being convicted in 2006 of her murder and then like at one point in time it got vacated because what? let me explain it got vacated um because of his representation like he didn't have adequate representation oh, okay but then in 2020 uh another court basically said nope it's conviction in place okay so it got overturned and then the overturning got overturned yeah <laughs> and then the other IU student that went missing was Hannah Wilson, and she was in 2015. So, so like super recent. Well, seven years ago. A couple years after Lauren. Now, she was abducted Little 500 weekend, as we've talked about Little 500. She was a 22-year-old senior. She's out partying with some friends. Her friends um, said that they put her she they were concerned about her being too drunk <laughs> ironically enough she had gone to kilroy's to go into kilroy's and they didn't want like friends didn't think that she should go in because they thought she was too drunk they put her into a taxi um taxi took her back to her house no it's not the taxi taxi to taxi. y'all can't see my face taxi the wheels are turning Taxi took her back to her place. They have confirmation. Yeah. Well, wasn't taxi driver. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. They know who did it. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, taxi saw her get out. She like beat, bobbed through some cars, got onto the sidewalk to her place. Her roommate said that she heard her open the door at one a.m., but never heard it close. And then when she came downstairs the next morning. The door was wide open. Oh, my God. And Hannah's phone and purse were on her bed, but <gasps> Hannah never had slept in the bed. What? They found her Somebody in... came to visit. Okay. Uh, we're not sure how this all went went down, and nobody still knows to this day. Um, But they eventually found her in an isolated stretch of land in Brown County. Shit. Brown County, where there's a lot of woods. Stop ruining it. <laughs> Um, and what basically caught her murderer was she must have fought real hard. And as she fought real hard, homeboy dropped his phone. <gasps> what? It was nestled in between her feet. Oh, shit. And he left it. Dumb motherfucker. You know, he probably didn't even notice it was missing until he, like, got home or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he... Um, obviously they followed this back to him and her blood was fucking everywhere. Oh, shit. His car, her hair was there, (gasps) clothes uh, covered in blood. So he probably raped her. I don't think he ever, I don't think he raped her. Um, he basically bludgeoned her to death. What? Did she know him? Mm -mm. Mm-mm. So his name is Daniel Messel. And he's just like some rando. Um... Crime of opportunity. I did he follow her? 
I don't know. He hasn't given details. He hasn't I have given, so many questions. He hasn't given details, <laughs> and nobody really knows how this all went oh, down. Oh, my goodness. Um, oh, her he was family. I know. It was awful because she was about ready to graduate. Mm. Um, She, uh, like I said, he was found guilty of her murder. And this, like, reopened the possibility that maybe something may have happened. Like, he had done this to Lauren as well. And... They have said they were, like, investigating that connection, but then nothing ever came of it. Now, did he live in the area? Like, he wasn't a student. He, like, just No, he was there. an older, he's a much okay. older man. Um, But he, I guess, and I don't know if it's the same person, but at the trial, there was, like, a, a girl that, or was going to testify, and they ended up getting rid of her testimony, Um, that somebody, like, had exposed themselves to her and she believed it was him oh my god and he was like he was a flasher in 2012 i believe they did find out that he was doing that at one point what a skis so that did happen um now like i said people have questioned whether or not that could open the possibility for another uh, that maybe he did it to Lauren. Gross. Now, and then some people have speculated that maybe there might be a serial killer in the area. But is Ed Kemper still in jail, guys? <laughs> I believe he is. He liked co-eds. So did yeah. Ted Bundy. Yeah. So going back to Lauren's story, because I just wanted to tell those because they have happened in that area. And well, I think that when you have young people it's, with copious amounts of alcohol involved everybody can, accidents can happen people can freak out yeah. but also you talk about like back to malcolm gladwell he talks about like um um this sort of like drunken myopia that you get where your brain only focuses on the one emotion and thing that's in front of you mm-hmm. and it basically like can get that blown out of proportion so that's why you see something dumb happen like they people bump into each other at a bar and it turns into a fight instead of like an i'm sorry or like it could be like somebody rejects you on the street and you like lose your fucking mind and bludgeon them with a bat or something yeah or it could have just been some creep ass old guy literally just looking for his crime of opportunity waiting for a lonely drunk a solo drunk female that he could easily you know apprehend um totally true and some people think that that some predominantly uh, predominantly people think that she may have been like drugged either at the bar or by one of the guys that she was with yeah and then an accident an accident happened and they panicked and got rid of her that's a lot of people's theories and going back to the heart condition you give somebody like that a drug yeah damn yeah they would go like tachycardic or something their heart would like basically fucking give out yeah they'd go into like a fatal heart arrhythmia and die um and then they panicked um but some people have speculated that and that seems to be like what her parents think may have happened probably it sounds super plausible Anytime you hear of somebody that's got an issue like that, you get scared. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody that needs to be on a medication regularly, but they don't have it with them. That's terrifying. Yeah. Um, they're pretty, like, they, 
they pretty much have said they think that she's dead. Okay. Um, now, following the days that this all happened, there was a lot that went on. Um, you have Jesse Wolf and, and Jay Rosenbaum. Uh, from my understanding, like, they lawyered up and got the fuck out of Dodge. Um, they weren't really cooperative. Now, Jay's attorneys have said that he submitted to a polygraph test, but police really have nothing to say about that. Um, David, her friend, um, he was pretty active, like, in the search for her, so there was, like, a lot of friends, families, and volunteers that came out to, like, put up posters and look for her, and he was, um, one of them that did this. And he also took a polygraph test administered by the FBI and passed it. Um, they did searches of, like, they executed a, wor- a search warrant at her apartment, like Smallwood, and then ended up seizing hard drives from their security room. Uh, they searched Lake Monroe on a tip. A lot of these seem to be tips. Um, they had helicopters like looking at the tops of buildings in Bloomington. They had sonar boats. Uh, they searched a wooded area in Martinsville due to a tip of a suspicious odor. That led to nothing. Shit. It's probably like a dead raccoon or something. Probably. Um, they searched various areas in Monroe County. They searched a landfill in Terre Haute, the Sycamore Ridge landfill, based on a tip, and that's where the trash from Bloomington goes to. So they searched basically Bloomington's landfill. Um, They would still probably... I mean, they would have to know exactly where she was in order to find her, and it would have to be very soon after her mm -hmm. death for her to not be completely buried by other trash. Yeah. Um, It it wasn't long. It wasn't long after. I think it was like a couple weeks. Still. Um... They searched using dogs, the five north townhomes. Um, they found bodies various places what? that they tested. Um, not all specifically related to this case, but like there was a body found in Illinois. They tested it to see if it was Lauren. There was a body found in Brown, a couple bodies found in Indianapolis. They've tested what? those. Um, Brown County, not her. Um, just various, like, bodies have been found, and they've, you know, obviously looked into the possibility if it was Lauren. Um, now on June 15th, 2011, Bloomington Police Department released images of a white pickup truck that was passing by the area twice at the time that she went missing. sketch. At 4.30 in the morning? Um, yeah, it was nothing. It was a guy picking up, um, another guy for work i guess Mm. um but he was cleared and then there was a search warrant that was executed in january um 2016 um in direct ties to lauren um it was a family member of justin wagers and he was actually he was in prison at the time um, I think, I don't know if it was for exposing himself, but he'd also had a felony conviction for threatening to kill his ex-girlfriend. But he was also exposing himself. Seems like a real stand-up guy. But all the records for that search warrant were sealed. Disgusting. Um, 
Yeah, they haven't found her. Ugh. That's the sad story, is they've not found her. Also, another... Is there any theory of, like, her being trafficked? They don't think that was the case? I don't think that that's ever been... Like, I I guess, like... Anytime a female goes missing, that's yeah. That I guess like fear. those that has been brought up like with Reddit and just people having theories in general. Mm-hmm. Um, the PI, honest, like her PI on the case, honestly thinks that somebody gave her something and it it killed her. Yeah. Um, and then they freaked out and hit her. Yep. Um, there's also. <laughs> I didn't dive too far into this one because it's a whole fucking rabbit hole of a mess. Yeah. Um, some people think that she was an Israel Keys victim. Yeah. That guy scares the hell out of me. Yeah. I guess I didn't know this, but his like mom lives in lives in Fort Wayne. Oh, really? Or did at the time that thus all and he happened. goes to visit mama. Yeah, I guess he was in this area around this specific time. And unaccounted for. And unaccounted for. So that's the basis of some of the theories. But people yeah. really dove into the this The timeline one. of his travels and movement that they have put together is mind-boggling. And this fucking guy... Like, if you guys haven't heard of Israel Keys, I highly recommend, like, going to Crime Junkie and finding the pod that Ashley and Britt did on him and listening to that and i think also true crime garage did an episode on him him as well but um this guy was from alaska but he traveled a lot i have no idea how he funded all of this Mm -hmm. um he had a daughter and a wife at home that had no idea about it and basically he had like little kill bags Mm -hmm. like stashed around the country or around the world actually like he would go there i think it was a good place to hunt quote unquote stash a bag and that bag could end up being there for days or weeks or months or years before he ever came back to it to use it yeah and the holy hell man yeah some like i said some people um think that she was a victim of of him um i don't think so i mean he mostly abducted people in broad ass daylight it was never like from what I've heard at night. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't fit. I'm I'm more apt to believe in the whole heart issue story. Yeah, that's kind of more of what I think possibly has happened is that there was an accident and they freaked the hell out. And this was, so Indiana has enacted a law, and I forget what the law is called, where if something happens to a person and you're doing like an illegal activity, um, what they care about is that you call and get help. Yeah. So you won't face crimes for the illegal activity that led to something happening. So a lot of this was happening because, or a lot of the reason why they put this law into place was because a lot of people were under a lot of kids were underage drinking and then like they were getting alcohol poisoning and like friends were afraid to call the police or call yeah you know i can tell you from experience my friend's 21st birthday we accidentally caught her kitchen on fire (laughs) (laughs) we had to call 911 and they sent um 
the fire department out they didn't they actually kind of made fun of some of us a little bit for how drunk we were but they put out the fire we all got you know yeah but yeah they don't give a fuck yeah so they're there to do their job and that's it yeah so this was like prior to that law so um i think someone's gonna come out and say something eventually because those people were fairly young i think they're gonna grow a conscience at some point like they're probably it's probably eating them alive already i i mean and then and that's the thing is like i don't I don't think that, like, that they're bad kids or bad people. I think that they were just young and really stupid. Like, I've done some really stupid-ass shit down yeah, there. but it never led to anybody dying. Oh, I don't know how many times I probably could have died. Yeah, I know. Isn't that scary to think back on? Oh, yeah, I think about that or shit Or been robbed time. or been raped or... Well, and this is, this is why I got so invested in this case in particular, because like I said, I went to IU. I don't know how many times I've walked those fucking same streets that she walked or yeah. Hannah walked. And, you know, just walking drunk, not thinking a thing of it, not having a friend with me and, you know, thinking that I'm going to be okay. And all of a sudden, somebody could have grabbed me and taken me and killed yeah. me. When you go out, always use the buddy system, kids. Yeah. Be responsible for each other. Help each other. Take care of each other. And one of the things... Don't let your friend leave a bar without her shoes and her cell phone. <laughs> and one what of the, the things fun? that I didn't mention here was that um, Lauren's parents did file a lawsuit against three of the guys in this situation unfortunately they like a wrongful was, death it was like a civil negligence lawsuit okay um they had like a duty to care for her totally and um it did all three did eventually get dropped oh. um but it was like it was uh who was it it was mike Corey, and jay that they filed the suit against the three men that she was with Mainly. most of the night yeah um but yeah, that did dude, get dropped. they did not take care of her at all at mm-hmm. all they were the worst wingmen ever that's why women should travel with women because we can't count on men to take care of us most of the time particularly um they don't understand what particularly it's like jay like he had been friends with her for a yeah. while you like, would have thought that he would have taken and care Mike, of her they just didn't they didn't know her as long um i can understand why they would like pass her off to jay and so he really did have a duty to her um damn yeah, it's fucked up, dude. But, like I said, he was young, probably stupid. Sad. Yeah. So, now these people's, like, her family's life is ruined. Her life is gone, potentially. Most likely. Most likely. And then they now have to potentially live with this for the rest of their life, knowing I that I think their conscience will get the better done. of them at some point. But so that's that's Lauren. It's horrid. So poor girl. Yeah. Um, poor other two girls. If you have any knowledge regarding the Lauren Spirit case, we highly, highly, highly recommend that you locate the phone number for the Bloomington PD and give them a call with any information that you might have that could lead to. And also, um, her parents do run a website. Oh, I think it's called findlauren.com. Okay. Um, and they have links. Okay. To go and uh, cool report things that you may know. So if you don't want to talk to anybody and you feel like emailing them, you can go there, apparently. Yeah. FindLauren.com. Yes. Right. So highly suggest you go there. 
On another note, if y'all could just take some time before we end and round out for the day to hit the subscribe or follow button and, you know, like this podcast, listen to our others, share this with your friends. We greatly appreciate Mm -hmm. all the support. And um, like I said, I am going to uh, start an Instagram. I'm probably going to do that later today when I get home. (laughs) In the meantime, you can email us at murderpornpodcast at gmail.com. You can also DM Courtney at her private or her personal Instagram, which is Courtney and underscore point one. Courtney underscore and zero point one. Okay. And then her TikTok, <laughs> you can listen to other mini stories, a lot of missing kids cases, um, just to kind of help get the word out there and keep them relevant. Yes. Um, and that TikTok is uh, Courtney underscore and one point oh. All right. I don't have any of that stuff, so don't bug me. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also have a website up for our podcast now where you can go stream from the website. Um, you can also DM us. You can comment on the episodes. Yes. Um, and then um, that's, I think that's it. I yeah. think that's all of it. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's it. So I hope you guys uh, enjoyed listening and um, be safe. Make yeah. good choices. Don't use kill f- people. Use the fucking buddy system <laughs> when you're out drinking. Yes. <laughs> Please. Men don't understand what women have to worry about. So don't trust them to watch over you. Get another girl. Yeah. Lauren's parents do advocate for that. Uh, buddy system yeah totally so all right guys well we hope you enjoyed the show all right have a good one bye